The goal for this podcast is to better our understanding through conversation. Communication is one of the easiest, yet hardest things to do. Whether that's communication of feelings, thoughts, or opinions. But through communication, new perspectives begin to take place. Throughout the various topics and opinions discussed on this podcast, we hope that we can add value, understanding, and a few laughs to your day. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. First and foremost, I'm E. Millie. So, brother B. Royale, he allowed me to come on and speak with him today as a, a guest, in which I'm very appreciative of that. All right, so I came across this uh, this quote, and it was uh, rather profound when I heard it for the first time. It was from the movie that Will Smith came out with some years back. It was After Earth, and the quote goes as follows. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It is the product of our imagination causing us to fear things that do not at present and may not ever exist that is near insanity. So I stopped there and I want to tackle the issue that has plagued me for a long time, which is fear. So I begin to think. And the one thing that I realized in my life is, uh, for example, I've always been an OK basketball player, I like to believe. But the problem for me was never my skill level. It was never techniques. It was always what happened before I even went on the court. Always thinking about a possible mistake. Always thinking about getting my ball packed or getting crossed over. And then as I got older and then I had children of my own, I began to understand that the worst shot that you can ever have in a basketball game is the shot you never take. Because that's the shot that can win the game. Not all of the shots that you may have missed prior to that one shot. That's all you ask for in life is one shot. When you presented the shot, are you willing to take the shot? That's deep, dog. That's deep, man. It's got me thinking now, man. Like we was talking before we got on. Fear, like just speaking my mind on this podcast, uh, sometimes can get in my way. Because you, you hold, I hold myself back when you said that. I was thinking like I hold myself back from things that are just in my head. You know what I mean? Like those are just thoughts that's in my head. I never took action on them at all. So I don't even know if they work or don't. You know, that's just made up talk with myself. So I think for me, fear causes me and maybe for a lot of other people causes me just not to to just freeze. You know what I mean? Like not make a move at all. And I think in my head, like, yo, that's the best thing. Like, let me just think on it. Let me get all my processes together and then I'm gonna make a move. But if that's fear based that you're doing that off of, you never really gonna make a move. Like you're never gonna make a move at all. You're just gonna stand still and years gonna pass, days gonna pass, months gonna pass. And then you're gonna look back and just say, dang, you know what I'm saying? I didn't do anything just because I was scared it might go wrong. So now in my head, instead of thinking about what could go wrong, I think about what could go right. I like that, man. I like that. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, my apologies. Um, <laughs> it's no different. Uh, speaking back on the topic of fear, it's no different for me than doing something you've never done before. You know, um, for me, I've never been on the podcast before. So... I had no idea what I was walking into, uh, or for that matter, what to expect. But, you know, when you press play, you just go. Life is always on play. You know, life is never going to stop. And 
if we think about things too long and too hard, then to be honest with you, we never going forward. We never going back. We just stagnant, you know? So always challenge yourself to just understand that life is constantly on play. And so for us, we all have a role in life and it's for us to play our role, so to speak. What you got, brother B? Nah, man, I think that's real, bro. And uh, I appreciate having you on, man, because it's always good to have a, a different perspective, man. I feel like we always have good conversations all the time, bro. You challenge, you challenge my mindset, bro. Just from the way you think, man, like from your creative, artistic mind, bro. It's like for me, I'm a um analytical thinker. So when I think, man, I think like I'm going a thousand miles an hour, and I'm trying to make the perfect decision. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, when you are uh, in life, you press, you press play. You know what I mean? So that means in life, bro, there's no redos. And me trying to make the perfect decision, trying to get everything right. I got to get this, this, and it's like, bro, no, uh, no amount of processes that I try to come up with is going to allow my life to just smoothly flow through. And, you know, we work out, man. And like, I always make the analogy in the gym, you put on more pressure, you put on more weight. That challenge is what builds and grows your muscles. So in reality, man, like I don't need everything to go right. I don't need to have the perfect answer. Sometimes I just need to go. Sometimes I just need to do, um, make a decision. And then from that, that experience that I go through, whether it's right or wrong, that process, it was it. That process is what makes me or prepares me for the next challenge or the next, you know what I'm saying? Um, thing that I go against. I definitely agree, man. And, um, <laughs> to your point is, you know, with the working out thing, it's funny, man. I think uh, a big issue for us is perfection, man. We always chasing perfection. We always trying to find ourselves to that level of perfection. Um, but perfection truly doesn't exist, especially with working out. A lot of people don't understand in order to get the gains or to see the gains that you're hoping to see or make, you got to break your body. It's like before you can build it, you got to break it. So a lot of times, even with our daily walk in life, we got to break our thoughts. You know, some of them old thoughts, they say uh, old habits, you know, die hard. You got to break them, though. And um, we are very habitual creatures. We always doing things certain ways. You know, we get stuck in a routine, you know, um, before we know it, we go in the same way every day. And a lot of people don't realize when you're doing this constantly, you become, you risk becoming a victim. Somebody could be out there watching you, but you're constantly going the same way every day, doing the same thing every, every day, the same way. We got to be willing to switch it up. You got to challenge yourself. You know, you know, I, I talk to my children all the time and the, the most intriguing part about life is when you become a parent then you truly see yourself as a teacher or understanding how hard it is to be a teacher um, because just trying to get them to understand things that you've been through or you already know will help them, that's when it gets, <laughs> it gets tricky. Um, but just trying to get them to challenge themselves to become more, you know. Once you, once you arrive to a certain standard or you've, you know, You've reached a certain bar. A lot of times it's easy just to understand, okay, whilst I'm up here, nobody can mess with me whilst I'm on this level. 
So why should I be practicing to get better? Well, it's because every moment that somebody's out there practicing, they're getting better or they're getting to a point closer to reaching you. But the moment you take from not challenge yourself to get even better, you're becoming, you know, you're becoming, you're starting to plateau. And at that point, again, you're a waiting victim. <laughs> you, you're 100% right, bro. Uh, two quotes that pop in my head is uh, one I heard was saying to go from the top to the bottom is way more harder to uh, work your way back up to the top from the bottom than it is to maintain the top. And Nipsey Hussle said that, you know, in the journey that he was on in the early stages of his rap career, he made it to that point where he was at and it would take more work to go backwards than it would to go forward. And um, I, I felt like it was pretty much to a point of what you were saying, bro. It's like, that's real, man. And me preparing for fatherhood, man, um, and, the, and the stage that you at, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at you learning from you and it's like, bro, it's so real because I can think back with my mom's, bro, she used to be telling me hella stuff, dog. And I'm just thinking like, yo, I know everything. Or like, bro, you know what I'm saying? It ain't like that. But now that I'm older, <laughs> bro, it's like, yo, I found myself saying like, dang, my mom told me that. Or like, dang, bro, she was right. And then it's like, man, like, you know, slow down a little bit. Um, Take your time. You know what I'm saying? Um, Enjoy where you at right now. Get some rest. Stuff like that. And it's like, yo, it's real now, bro. Because it's like... <laughs> Man, bro, like it's so true because you can move so fast sometimes that you ain't even thinking about what you're doing or you just rushing through stuff. And it's like, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy for real, man. But when you have somebody in your life that's giving you advice, especially good advice, whether you take heed of it or not, that foundation is always in you. Like that foundation my mom built to me, she just beating it in my head. As I got older, no matter what path I went down, it was already in the back of my mind, always. Whether I was, you know, partying, drink, whatever I was doing, bro, it's like always had in in my soul, like in my, you know, what I'm saying deep down. So it's like I feel like you always revert back to that. You're training, and um, that's what you're doing now, bro. You're training your kids up as the men and women that they uh, that they should be. That's true, man. Facts. And then doing so, you know, being that I struggled early on with fear, you know, the one thing I think that's most valuable in life about being a coach teacher parent whatever it's just being able to look at things from afar see it recognize it and when you see an issue that's forming being able to attack it head on rather than to wait for it to just grow bigger and bigger um so for me you know i was blessed to have you know children that that play sports and you know that's healthy you know smart but just all around blessed out of my children i got one that i know for a fact like i can honestly say god gifted him with just many abilities and talents uh regarding sports and just watching him i can remember when he was at the age of three he's eight now but at three you know he said you know he sat back like on the sidelines looking at his older brother as he had on football equipment, I used to have to, the moment I turned my back, I had to, you know, turn back around. I see him. He then snuck and put on his uh, big brother helmet. <laughs> like, man, what you doing? Like, man, you can't, you, you're not ready yet. But when something is in you, when the seed is already planted in you, you know, all that seed needs is just watering. 
And yeah. so I just had to step back and understand, okay, this one here, he built different. You know, he built for a tough. The moment the, the moment I kept, you know, uh, supplying him with no's or wait a minute, wait your turn, you know, he wasn't hearing that. His turn was now, you know. And that's honestly, in a sense, that's when we have to be more like children. You know, children, children, they defy, you know, they defy gravity with their thoughts. One thing about them, they believe they could do whatever, which we should truly believe we could do whatever as well. You know, all we need is an opportunity. You know, that's the master key that gives us the turn that we're looking for. Um, but for him, man, he is to a point now as a father. I question the role sometimes. I feel like he my father because I'm learning so much from him. <laughs> and But it's cool, though. And um, it, it's, it's just about not being arrogant within this process or not being, you know, too high, um, not feeling too mighty to the point to where you understand that you made a mistake and, you know, you being too domineering or for that matter, too headstrong to say, I apologize. You know, when you wrong somebody, even a child, you know, but just teaching them about fear and understanding that, Hey, when that moment when that moment appears present, that moment in which uh, introduces, you know, a seed of fear, you know, this year I coach, I could tell, I could look the kids in the eyes the first game and I understood they were scared, but I had to allow them to understand, look, what you feel right now is good. We're going to channel that though. You're anxious, you're ready. You know, I said, and the thing that you might fear the most it hasn't even happened. Who's to say that it is going to happen? You know, you can take control. You you simply control what you can control. And in, 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 in my everyday life, the other part is easy. I leave that to God. <laughs> Honestly, I leave it all to God. But the part that I can control, that's what I'm going to go out and I'm going to control. But in, in all realness, you know, I'm nothing without everything that he uh, he allowed me to be capable to do. Um, but man, that's real. <laughs> that's too real, bro. Like, uh, the day at church, brother Jay, man, he got ordained as a minister today. He did his opening, um, uh, sermon and he talked to how like God, you know, no matter who was trying to stone him, who was trying to not believe in him, you know, downplay him. He, uh, did the work, you know, you have to do the work, bro. No matter the adversity and anything that comes towards you, bro, keep trying, keep getting back up. And uh, it's a blessing, bro. Like, if you look at it, man, you, you really bless. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things that people take for granted, walking around, breathing, moving on your own, things like that, man. You got to be grateful for that. Part of what you said or could touch on was reflection. You know what I'm saying? Like, just reflecting on where you at, uh, where you trying to go, and not to reflect too long, but just to get a compass almost. You know what I'm saying? Of which direction to move in. And some people call that intuition, you know what I mean, like uh, grace. But um, it's all, you know what I'm saying, just a directional move. And uh, you do have to make that move. Like you just can't be hesitant the whole time or standing still. But uh, but yeah, man, I think for me, my approach is useful in a lot of ways. And like with me being married, my my uh, my wife is uh, the total opposite of me. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, total opposite, man. Like, I'm real introverted, uh, real reserved, and she's super outgoing. And All right, but, now watch what you're about to say now. Right? They're <laughs> <laughs> not trying to get in trouble, but <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, like, I learned a lot from her, man, because it's like the attributes to that I may wish I have, she have them. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like that yin and yang thing. Yeah. And uh, same, same way with me. Um, I think communication we we had this conversation before it's just like communication or i use the analogy of like i have a dog right every time the dog jumps don't mean it's excited or that you know it's frightened it's hungry it can mean a lot of things i just have to learn how that dog communicates and the same thing with my wife i have to learn how she communicates and what ways she say or however she says things um and uh same thing with me so i think it's just uh being open-minded you know what I'm saying? And, and, and being able to have your perspective change and things like that, man. Being open-minded to different ways of thinking and diff- different ways of doing things. And not not just saying my way is the right way. My approach is just to be super observant, man. Super observant and learn everything uh, from everybody. And that's, you know what I'm saying? I pick up a lot from Herb, too, man. Uh, like I said, your creative mindset, bro. It's just like, like you, oh, you said with children, their imagination. And I think as we grow up, we we lose that, we lose our imagination, and that's the kid a kid's superpower, is imagination, man. Not just a kid, that's our superpower. Period. You know, that's we always search for. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, man, go ahead. But we always search for. Uh, you know, we always looking for. You know what's on. What comes behind. You know potential when it's met. We always trying to get to, you know, true potential, but really and truly, you know, like the imagination, man, it's so powerful. I mean, imagination, some might call it dreaming, you know, but then they tell you dream big, you know, um, with that being said, you got to think about it, man. You know, any invention throughout history. Now, here it is. We still in the in a, in a month in which they deem Black History Month. And then in the midst of this month, we celebrate, you know, all these great leaders, you know, all these great figures that have, you know, been profound in just helping us to get to the point that we at today. And a lot of them, the one thing that a lot of them have in common, the vision, not only just the vision, you know, um, being able to be imaginative, they're able to, you know, just enlarge their thoughts to the point to where you know you you can't be limited with that with a mind like mlk you couldn't be limited you know first of all what he said i have a dream i mean come on now i mean the first like the few the first couple words is powerful within itself i have a dream right no i have a dream i mean (laughs) come on man that's real come on so, you know, you just, you have to imagine before you can ever dream something, you have to imagine it. You have to think it, you know, you know, through being able to, you have to be able to perceive what it is that is within and pull it out. That's the hardest part for a lot of people is to go deep yeah. in self and pull it out, you know, because a lot of times, why? Going back, fear, fear. Yeah. Well, what if? What if my what if my vision don't work? What if my dream yeah. <laughs> is really a nightmare? That's real. 
So so what? So what? I mean, guess what? Mistakes are part of life. And even, I mean, <laughs> it's funny, man. I was, uh, I know I don't mean to get off uh, subject, but I got to thank it. You know, some of these inventions, man, you get some inventions, man. But I guarantee you, a lot of the inventions that you have today didn't start off the, you know, they didn't, yeah. they didn't end the way that they started. So they start off, you know, from one perspective. Okay, I want to do this, or I want to make. I, I'm gonna just say it. I want to make pound cake, mm-hmm. but I want to go about doing it differently. I wonder if pound cake was a breakfast, could we eat it? You know, like, that's okay. real. Yeah. So you like, all right, cool. So. Right? How are we gonna go about doing this? Um, um, I wanna I wanna be different with mine now. I wanna be different. Don't judge me. I wanna be different. Okay, well go ahead and be different. Do your thing. So, all right, I'ma just take and uh I'm gonna get this egg, I'm gonna crack it, I'm gonna put it in there. Okay. Um now I'm gonna put a little cinnamon in there. I don't know why, but I'm just feeling cinnamon. I'm gonna put a little cinnamon. <laughs> go ahead, girl, go ahead and put your cinnamon in there. You know. Do it all right. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna put a little sugar in there too. You know, I gotta add a little sugar. Okay, go to put your sugar in there. You know, they get to mixing it up. You know, and then before you know it, all right. So now this pound cake, this how you gonna how you gonna go about doing that? You know, um, I don't know. I don't want to do. I don't want to put an actual pound cake in there. But instead, I'm gonna I'll put a. I, I wonder what it'd be if I take and um uh, put some bread in there. Take the bread. The bread fall in there. Then wait a minute. So okay. So you got one side of the bread wet. What you gonna what you gonna do next? I think I'ma just put it in the frying pan and see if we get well, wait a minute. So if you do that, what about the other side? You know what you right. I'ma just dip the other side too. We'll see what we get. Mm-hmm. Next thing you just got something called French toast. You know? <laughs> it's, just I, like, <laughs> it's just like, man, it, you can't be afraid to try things, man. And and from it, you see what you get, man. The hesitation part about what if it don't work, um, I think uh, Ace Hood heard well this is the first place I heard it was Ace Hood he said trust the process and um, I've also heard you know take calculated risk calculated risk is just uh, what is it it depends on the person it's situational you know what I'm saying so it's like uh, there's nothing wrong with getting advice there's nothing wrong you know what I'm saying for asking for understanding and things like that but if it's something that you're really driven for if it's something that's, that's really been bugging you I think you should just take a try and do it, man, because there's no right or wrong way to do. It's no right or way, <laughs> right or wrong way to do something. Uh, I think that's that's true, man. I think uh, what is it? Newton's law for every action there's an equal equal or opposite reaction. So I think in trying stuff like Irv said, you know, you figure out what don't work, what do work, and um, you also experience yourself. You know what I'm saying? And I think self discovery. In that process, man, when you take risks, uh, that's the biggest piece of it is understanding self, understanding yourself, mastering yourself. Um, I don't know if you would be able to really master yourself, but you learn the most you can about yourself. And that's the biggest piece, man, because once you understand yourself and, you know, really get to know yourself, then anything after that, you know what I'm saying, is uh, is attainable, you know. But you first got to have belief in yourself. And, and if you don't, you know, like myself, like I never started out super confident, but the more I did stuff, you know, through the military, through school, you know, just th- marriage, trying stuff, it's like, bro, you know what I'm saying? I built more confident in myself because I knew, hey, you know, this didn't work. But what did I do? You know, so I got up, did this, boom, this didn't work or that worked. Uh, let me try this. Let me add this. 
And um, I think it's just a process, man. Um, but I think what you said was truer. It's like, bro, uh, ideas, bringing them into fruition is also hard because you start with a thought, you know, you visualize it, but to materialize it is something totally different. Yeah, that's that's action based. And oftentimes in, within the process, as you say, trust in the process is funny because you might have heard that first from Ace Hood. I heard it first. You know, I'm, I'm big into sports. <laughs> I've heard it twice in sports. I've heard it from um, <laughs> can't uh, not an Alabama fan, but hey, um, yeah, here we go. I'm about. a bulldog, you know, but Nick Saban, mm-hmm. you know, he's all about the process. Then, you know, a um, couple years thereafter, I started hearing um, the 76s, you know, I started hearing them use it, you know, and um, it's all about the process. But life is a process, you know, it's interesting in life. If you live, if you live long enough, you'll find yourself going through many different processes. You start off, <laughs> you start off where you need, where you need all the help in the world because you can't help yourself. You're an infant. You got pampers on. Yeah. And then, you know, you live long enough. And then, you know, as you go through every decade and if you live long enough, you'll mess around. Sometimes you revert back to the same stage of an infant where somebody still has to help you and you'll wind up with depends on the same thing, you know. But it's all a process. And it's crazy because it's it's so circular, you know, it's like time. We chase time. But do we truly or would we ever truly understand time? No, we get lost in time. Sometimes we waste time, you know. Um, But time also, like I was just saying, is circular. A clock, circular. We always going around Mm -hmm. like a dog chasing his tail, going around, you know. (laughs) And then, you know, I went and saw The Dark Knight and then um, the Joker provided a, a, a different perspective of that. Because, you know, he, he said he was like a loose dog chasing behind his tail. If he caught it, he wouldn't know what to do with it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> that is though, bro. I'm like, yo, that, that is crazy. What we do with our time, though, like the moments, you know, it's the moments. In time, I mean, yeah, well, in time, in life, we often, we get stuck. We become defeated, deflated. It's because... Oftentimes, we can't win a moment. And a moment isn't a year. That's not a year out. That's not a month out. That's current. And something that should be easy is the hardest thing. That's why we got so many people out here that fall victim to suicide because they can't win a moment. They can't see past the moment. And sometimes it just takes us something so small such as just laying down and resting on it yeah pray on it rest on it you know just you know escape for a moment you know something positive such as rest sometimes we man i I, i'm not gonna lie i come home i sometimes i be tripping after a long day man i didn't get no sleep i be tripping (laughs) and i stop for a moment i'd be like yo man what is wrong with you man you bugging Mm -hmm. and i get the you know you got to be real with self and then that's real you know you're like yo Oh, you need a nap. <laughs> like for, for real. That's you go and you lay down on it, man. You wake up, bro. You you knew money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, all that other, it didn't matter no more. Telling. You read a party. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, let's order pizza. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, bro. Like for real. 
that's so true to her, man. Like, um, like you said, bro, like the easiest stuff sometimes be the hardest, man. Um, for me right now, like is, uh, working out and dieting. It's like, bro, it's like, I know what I need to eat vegetables, you know, um, watch my calories, things like that. But it's like, bro, cookies, man. Like, bro, oh my, they so good, bro. You know what I'm saying? They so easy to make. But uh, the flip side of it is, bro, they don't add no nutritional value to you, man. Like, especially the way I'm eating them. <laughs> but you, you make it sound like you eating them by surplus. Oh, bro, I'm talking about smashing the whole box, bro. Like, but it's like, man, it's that the uh I would say for me the way I look at it, it's like a thought of eating healthy, right? You know, chicken, turkey, um, vegetables, you know, portion size. That's easy, bro. But the actual action behind it, you know what I'm saying? To put that in the work, the meal prep, you know what I'm saying, to walk past the aisle that the cookies on and have that willpower, that discipline not to not to go after them. I think that's the hard part. When you inside a comfortable environment it's easier but when you go outside that environment where it's um other variables or um what's the word i'm looking for like just variables you can't control that's when the you know the test kick in you know what i mean that's when the real challenge starts um so i think that's for me like like you said some things that's easy as hard is because uh i think uh man like I said, for me, it's working out. So it's like I have to I have to know myself to say, you know what I'm saying? What do I need to do? Preparation. You know what I'm saying? On Sundays, let me meal prep. You know what I'm saying? Let me get my meals together so I know. All right, cool. Let me pack a little extra fruit, a little extra snacks so I don't have to just stop by the store while I'm at work or stop by the snack machine while I'm at work. I'm already prepared for it or at least I have some preparation. Um and I'm not just standing still or just, you know, winging it when I already know my inconsistencies. You know what I mean? So a part of myself knowing that I'm able to prepare for it and it makes it that much more easier uh, when that craving comes up or something like that. That's interesting, man. You know, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm doing it like that. How you doing it, <laughs> huh? I mean, for me... I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a rebel with the cause, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, man, um, with the working out thing, I'm not the type. I'm not sitting around and counting calories. I ain't doing that because I think to me, <laughs> I think that's borderline insanity to me. That's just me now. I'm not sitting at it. One, two, three, four. No, I'm not. <laughs> but like I say this, I am definitely cognizant on the things that I need to do a better job of, uh, the things I need to limit. Like for me, and I guess you could kind of attest to this. I think when we may be a lot, like an area that we're a lot similar in is the fact that, you know, if it's something that I like, dog, I'm bashing it in the head. I'm telling you, Like bro. for real. No, don't lot. give me, like, don't matter of fact, if it's something you even think that I'm a, like my wife, man, she, the other day, she introduced, she introduced me to these chips. What's it? And what man, is it called? They, I'm about to tell you, they came from Sam's. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't even be telling y'all all this but, because oh, this bro. is, this is borderline addictive, <laughs> but they chicken and waffle chips and what? they come from Sam's. Uh, look here. I never heard that before, man, look, but yeah. now I want to try it. Uh, see, that's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the first sign of addiction. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know, but I want to try it. See that red day? That that'll get you. So man, I um, she gave it to me one night, right? Um, was it then, like a soda? Like she slid it to you, trying to get you hooked? Nah, nah. She know it? what she be doing. Oh, okay. She know she know I'm a sweet eater, and she know how I feel about chicken and waffles. So she uh she gave me a couple out the bag. So I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't really in a mood that night. I don't know what my headspace was, but I really wasn't in a mood for. It. But I still grab. I grab about two. I grabbed two and I threw them back. And then I went on my way. I was doing something. And then it's like all of a sudden, I don't know, but it's like uh, like my taste buds, like, I don't know, like they started registering what was happening. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like the cash register, cha-ching. It's like, you know, I came yeah. back. I said, yo, I said, um, let me get a couple more. See, that's just, you know, like a couple more. That's because your taste buds experienced something. But now you thinking to yourself, you're like, yo, Am I tasting what I'm really, what I think I'm tasting? Yeah. Like, am I tasting, you know, heaven? Right. Or, you know what I'm saying, is this a facade? Let me verify. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. The process. I'm telling it, you, bro. It's the process. Oh, bro. So, man, you know, I got finished with those couple. Then, um, <laughs> then I did the ultimate. When you do this, you know you hooked. You hook like phonics. I took uh, I took my two fingers, man, and I licked them afterwards. Yep, that's it, bro. That's it. That's how they know they got you, man. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was the stamp of uh, approval bro. right there. Then she did uh, the ultimate no-no, and she sat the bag on my side of the bed. So I saw it. I was sizing it yeah. up, too. I was sizing it up. I said, nah, don't go over there. Yep. Just don't even return back to the bed until she move it. That mm-hmm. sister didn't move it. So... It's mine, huh? Yeah, that's right, man. We begin to slow dance. <laughs> <laughs> you, bro. Oh, man. That was, yeah. Man, bro. so... Uh, that's yeah. like... Yeah. I know my inconsistencies, bro. You know what I'm saying? And Or I would say that is one of my inconsistencies with the, with the sweet tooth, bro. So it's like, I got to watch that. You got to be careful. But at the same time, man, like you said, man, it can't be too restrictive. You know what I mean? It's not definitely not too restrictive to where I'm just... It was like that at one point to where it's just like, man, I'm just, you know, talking down to myself in my head and I'm feeling bad. And that's going to make you relapse even more. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, because now you're feeling bad. You're telling yourself, you know what I'm saying? You're calling yourself stupid, man, dumb, fat, whatever the case may be. Yeah. So you're feeling bad already. So yeah. what you going to do? If you already feel it, if you're telling yourself bad stuff, you're feeling bad, you want something to help boost your mood. You're going to go straight back to what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What you was craving. You're right, man. You're going to fall into that pit. Mm-hmm. So fall it's just, into that pit of, you know, chicken and waffle chips. Oh, bro. You Drown eat yourself out of the pit. Drown that, that's bro. what you tell yourself. Bruh. So it's like, man, you got to allow yourself some freedom, man. And uh, for me, it's just like, yo, all right, cool. I give myself one meal a, uh, a week, like one cheat meal, a, a treat meal, whatever you want to call it. So it's just like, you know, a balance, but... Uh, it's cool though, bro, because you could admit that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you could admit that, bro. It ain't like you in denial or nothing like that, man. I think that's I have a problem. <laughs> Sweets is my problem. Like I'm up. in there with you, bro. We like, we in that meeting together. I'm like, standing up, giving my name. But both of us, we know each other before we even walk in there. <laughs> we ain't even asking what you in here for. We know. Oh, I might come in with a bill bone. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> crumbs around my mouth exactly. and everything. All right, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then the question hits me. I've had to stop and ask self why. I'm like, 
why am I like that with certain things? Like, yeah, cake come in the house, man. Red velvet cake, man. Or, you know what I'm saying? Pound cake. You know, uh, <laughs> it's like, why can't I just get a slice and be okay with a and slice? And be done. You know, in a day. Like, why? Like, yeah. or two slices. Like, you know, even like, you know, after, you know, after noon and maybe, you know, I wouldn't say nighttime. Okay. I would not say nighttime before bedtime. Mm-hmm. I didn't been. A, I've done it before. Like that's not a good look. You wake up like I'm getting older now. Like I notice if I eat right before bed and then think I'm gonna go to sleep. Well, I might be able to go to sleep, but I wake up in the morning, man. I'm I feel terrible, terrible. See, I don't even wake up. Like if I if I if I eat crazy at night, especially late, and I'll be like, yo, I'm gonna get up at a certain time, bro. I'm done. I'm out of there. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that brother in there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm in my third trimester, bro. Sleep. I'm talking about hibernating. The boy in this great comatosis state. That's real what you said, man, because it's like certain things, bro. It's just like, it's just totally different. Like one thing I could be super focused on, go 100%. And then there's certain things that it's just, I ain't got no, it feel like I ain't got no willpower at all, dog. Uh, at all. I'm like, bro, that's, you know what I'm saying? Kryptonite almost. I'm, I'm almost getting to the point to where I'm okay believing this. Now, believing and doing is two different things, but I'm mm-hmm. all, I'm almost okay with believing that the things that's like that I might need to just cut it out all together. Yeah, yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie, I almost bust out in sweats just now when I said that. <laughs> I ain't ready for that yet. I'm not, bro. I'm not, bro. Even when you said that, I'm like, as soon as you said that, it's like, man, cookies forever, bro. Like, yeah, forever, is, ever? forever is such a long time. Oh, bro. You know? Like. I would take three trimesters before forever. I'm telling you know, just because it sounds better, right? You know that day coming again. Yep. You Who know you you have something to look forward to. Exactly. With forever, it's like man, nothing. That's it. Yeah. Well, you better hope you enjoyed your last taste you had. With exactly, it, bro. man. Even if you think about life in the form of, you know, reincarnation, you know, so forever. That mm-hmm. means you still don't get another. You crack still don't at get it. it. Nothing. <laughs> nothing, bro. Come out with an allergic reaction to it. Yeah. <laughs> You just gotta have moderation. I mean, you gotta have moderation, but you just can't go overboard with it. I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, as a child, man, you know, this, this is the last thing I'm gonna say, man. Like mm-hmm. as a child, I remember you know, walking around. You know, kids are cruel, man. They they very cruel. Can't be cruel. And I remember as a child, man, you walk around. It's a couple. T- it was a couple things in my life that I didn't too much care for as a child. Going to church, man, and mm-hmm. like. Them sisters in the church, man, this turned me all off with red lipstick. Them sisters that be in the church, man, had them big soup coolers, man, the red <laughs> lipstick on. You know what I'm talking about? The whistleblowers. Yeah. So, yeah. And be the first one to run up and, you know what I'm saying, just plant one right on the side of your cheek. It'd but I'm talking about the, the whistleblower so big, it take up half of your cheek. <laughs> so, it's like, and it's like that red lipstick never came off. Mm-hmm. Never came off. So, anyways, man, like, as a child, I would see, like, I see, like, a dude, man. And he a smile. He have an old proud smile. But I'm sitting there thinking as a child, I wouldn't open up my mouth if I was him. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Mouth look like a keyboard. You know what I'm saying? It, but it's like, and then sometimes you look at it and like an old keyboard. You know, you get a little brown on the keys and stuff. Yeah. It's like. Dingy a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. be like, oh, we did him in. You know what I'm saying? Every time you see him, he got a brown paper bag though. Got a drink in that bag, Bruh, you know? but then it's like you know, oh, it just loves sweets. Mm-hmm. So I guess he didn't figure it out a long time ago. It's me and sweets to death do me part to it. That's you it. Know, do us part, him and the sweets. <laughs> but 
But it's like, man, I can't go out like that. So I got to thinking, man, I got a little older and Sweet started playing more and more of a part of me. I was like, bro, I might need to just get out. My whole grill removed, man. <laughs> Thanks, bro. It's like, man, because, man, look, the dental people, man, they coming up. They coming, man. They coming for, up, oh, man, bro. off of our, you know what I'm saying, off of our addictions. I'm telling you, bro, like, you know what I'm saying, I got feelings in all of my in my, uh, all of yeah. my joints, man. So I started early, so it's like, that's, I should have known then. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like you go through the pain, I'm telling my boy, the pain, when, when the pain is at its most severe, you tell, I've heard people argue, I've heard women having a legit argument about what's the worst birth pains or toothaches i've heard people like legit that's like real. arguing about that like i would love to actually get statistics on that yeah that's real though bro also throwing a you know a man getting hit in the you know what i'm saying oh, in, bro. yeah yeah whoa in the unholy section whoa you know it's like yeah like that, that that's a that's a good that's a good one bro yeah like, that's a good one man. which which is the worst pain that wow. you can endure now see that'll be it's it's bias based because you got the one the one that i guess everybody could agree on is the tooth yeah the toothache. everybody could everybody but could relate when on you that. start talking about like birth pains mm-hmm. and then you talking about getting hit in the going ass yeah man look here that's a good one though bro yeah i'm I, talking about bro man look here i didn't seen a grown man on the ground crying before most definitely, yeah. bro. I'm Most definitely. Me, it tell you something when your pitch, you got all this bass in your throat, you get hit in that area, and it take it release all the bass. You and know, everybody, in the, every man in the room, bro, just like yeah, like you feel, feel that it. could be your enemy, but you feel for your enemy right? at that point in time. Stomach be hurting, you get that yes, little sir. pain in your stomach. Headaches, oh, instant headaches. It's crazy, yes sir. Bro. Yes sir. That's too real. Bro. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, bro. <laughs> Like for real, it's very unsettling. Cringy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't wish that on my enemy, man. I'm telling you, man. Like that's wild. I really appreciate you coming through, dog. Like, um, I felt like this was a good one, man. To be honest, real back and forth, bro. Real, real easy to flow with, man. Oh yeah, most deaf, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. You know, I ain't about uh, you ain't gotta overcomplicate things, man. You, you told know? me that too, dog. Yeah. I think for me, like I said, I think too much, man. For all you overthinkers out there, bro. Let me tell you something, man. Get you some, at least get you one non-thinker. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, what you calling me? Nah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, man, get you somebody, bro. That's just not not analytical, man. Like not just on every precise movement got to be right. Cause it's gonna allow you to free up a little bit, man. It's gonna allow you to relax. You know what I'm saying? He told me one time, bro. He's like, yo, sometimes, bro, you gotta just take the towel off. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I understood exactly what he was saying, man. So it's like, you can't be so uptight sometimes. Sometimes you got to know when to relax, when to kind of just go with your flow and trust your trust your body, man. Like, trust your intuition. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate it about it, man, uh, bringing that perspective to the to the podcast. Man, and I appreciate you bringing that up, but I'm also now I'm going to go back and slightly contradict myself and I say this. That is true. I still, I'm a firm believer in that, but sometimes... All you brothers out there, y'all gotta know when to put on the tie. Facts. Now, Facts that's real man. talk too. Facts, man. That's, that's called being, you know, business minded. Most definitely. Got to man. know, you know, you got to like. I'm talking about moderation is key. It's critical. You know, mm-hmm. you can't go too far one way, too far the other. You got to be able to at least understand what you're seeing on the on the sideline, and when you're on the sideline, understand what you're seeing in the game. Very true. It's just you know. We all got parts to play, man, but we got to, it's good to understand, you know, 
what it is that you're seeing, even if it's different than what you're accustomed to, you know, uh, being about or whatever you've been introduced to, you know, that's what will help us as a people, a collective body, you know, with, you know, uh, diversity and, you know, cause right now it's like, man, in this world, man, we, we suffering, man, with a lot of division. So sometimes, man, just familiarize yourself with something that you don't have an idea about. Just take it upon yourself, man, and go out and just talk to somebody that you wouldn't normally talk to. Whether that just be a, you know, good morning, good afternoon, how you doing today? That could be the mm -hmm. one thing that it could save somebody's life. Because somebody could be thinking about something uh, suicidal. And just by you speaking to them, that can change the trajectory of their life. Not their day, their life. But it's that moment, when in that moment, that moment in which you sitting there, you think, nah, I ain't going to talk to them. What I'm going to talk to them for? They don't never speak to me. Facts, man. You know? Any, any last words, man? Anything else you got to say? Man, I think I've already blessed the mic for the day. I appreciate you again, man. And, you know, hopefully we provided some, you know, insight and some, you know, encouragement uh, to, you know, anybody that's going through, you know, whatever. Hopefully we touched, you know, touched on it. We appreciate y'all too for taking out y'all time to just hear us, whoever you are, you know. Have a great day, great night, whatever. There it is, man. Enjoy the rest of the evening. If you like what you've heard or would like to send us feedback, reach out to us at thoughtvisionmaterialized at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at underscore the Real Talk Podcast. Twitter at Real Talk Pod 1 and Apple Podcasts and Spotify at The Real Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening and tune in every Thursday to check out new episodes. See you next week.